Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Bachelorette, the Mentel All Rehab Up. I am Amy, here as always with the lovely Haley Strong. Haley, how are you doing tonight? I am certainly ready to tell all. Like, for the fact um, my mouse batteries died when we were on this call, and then um, while my mouse cap was off, I was able to pick out um, some lint that was trapped in my mouse, and now it's working better than ever. All right. So that is really me telling, telling you all my deepest, darkest secrets. <laughs> but we can't, we can't tell all alone. No, 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 no. Best friend of the podcast had to come on and gloat that she is feeding us so handily <laughs> in our bachelor draft. I'm not even sure why we invited her on, honestly. Okay. No, just kidding. We love Asia. She's here to talk to us. Um, we, we need needed her we needed you asia in this episode or else it w- the podcast um would have lasted five and a half seconds and we have a contract <laughs> to fulfill right well i'm 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 so excited to be here and let me outline three reasons why so <laughs> let me get the first reason it's first layer show. yeah right but, but but the second and third layers i'm not going to get into those we just won't touch them we won't bring them up ever <laughs> Uh, yes we have so many men to discuss too many men yeah yes (laughs) i honestly i was like i forgot there were so many villains there's so many storylines yeah because the last few weeks it's been like oh these guys are guys are great like why was i so down on this season and the men before and then this reminded me why Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, wow, we have some really terrible people on this season who do not know how to apologize. Definitely not. So with that being said, I thought instead of going sequentially through, let's talk about the highs and lows, the WTF moments and sort of what stood out. What do you think um, they needed maybe a rewrite on or a redo? Were we missing anybody? Were there people that shouldn't have been invited or should have been, you know, given a hot seat or not given a hot seat? So, uh, Asia, uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts of something that um, stood out to you. Like, what do you, where do you want to go to first? What is your take, big takeaway here? 
Yeah, I so I'm glad that they I'm glad that they structured it the way that they did, you know, like all the little villain stories first. Right. Mm -hmm. Totally forgot. They when they when they gave the teaser. Oh, there's somebody that you you probably noticed wasn't on this stage. I was like, who, Clayton? Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I honestly had no clue until they showed his face. Um, so yeah, I completely have wa- uh, wiped Jamie out of um, my memory, but <laughs> m- my favorite moments were after that, like getting into Rick and Rodney, okay. who I really liked throughout the season. So it was something, some, it was something about Rick that was just oddly, he's charming. Um, and I, you know, you knew he wasn't going to end like the, as the season went along, it was like, okay, this is. We know mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, not, he's not a front mm-hmm. runner, but solid pick for Paradise, right? So I just think there's someone out there for Rick, and I, I enjoyed him. And then I just I just love Rodney. He's just so genuine, so just just great. I love his smile. I love that him and Michelle have such a great relationship. It seems like still remember the handshake. So, mm, that was so I, cute at the very end. Yes. Yeah, I think both of those two are definitely winners of the night. Would you agree, Haley? Absolutely. Um, I mean, Rodney was exactly what we wanted and expected Rodney to be. What a sweetheart. Um, he got the biggest applause and he absolutely deserved that. Um, yeah, I just, God, I love him. I think... I think we really missed out on an opportunity of seeing him um, seeing him as the lead, although it sounds like we will be seeing him in Mexico this season if uh, if he doesn't get swooped up by somebody before then. <laughs> yeah, Caitlin kind of pulled that move that uh, the former host would usually do with somebody like maybe on the beaches of Mexico. So <laughs> Rodney got that treatment and it's kind of like, uh, but we wanted him for a bachelor. Like if there's going to be a second bachelor, which maybe is up in the air right now, we're not sure, but now the rumors are kind of going the other way. So, um, yeah, but both of these guys in their during their hot seat segments had really strange moments happen. So there was, the, yes. we have to wheel <laughs> the table out for Rick. Um, Asia, what did you think was going to be under this platter? I definitely got it, thought it was going to be like a paid actor who was going to like try to bust through the table. Uh-huh. So, you Maybe know, they could have combined these two things. Really then. <laughs> right. They really could have. They could have used the actor. They could have used the actor that ran out and um, instead just put him under the table. Rick opens it and boom, scare him. <laughs> I totally did not get what what was the purpose of that guy getting out of the audience during Rodney's segment? Yes, Haley, help us understand why did we get a man cheering for Rodney? Yeah, so we know Rodney had to streak on a, you know, like a truth or dare type date, but why did we need a streaker in the audience? You know, I don't approve of unnecessary nudity. <laughs> Yeah, this was definitely a step below the woman that was kissing Connor. That actually made a little more sense last time yeah, around. Right. This was just unfortunate for everyone in, involved. Yes. It was just awkward. Like, I, I couldn't pull a single reason 
out of thin air why that needed to happen. Yeah. Did they, did they think it was beginning to come like a social media moment or something? I don't know. That's just trying too hard. Like they can make it on its on its own. Like we don't need weird streak. Did they know that the mental all is the most boring episode? Where's yeah. the streaker during the home? hometown dates come on <laughs> it's truly they could have like thought of something else like with an apple just, like that has been a storyline truly more. truly anything yeah um dress him up as a worm take out off his clothes and he's like a worm underneath like get it like a worm and an apple or like a doctor or i don't know he's not an actual person he's just an apple tree yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, but Haley, what was your take on the artistry of the cake as you have judged or watched many baking show oh, yeah. competitions? I think I would have preferred the streaking. <laughs> like it was just an unfortunate cake. I, d- I didn't realize it was cake at first. Yeah. <laughs> and like then he cake. took a bite of his own head, which was not my favorite viewing moment of the episode. That's for darn <laughs> sure. Yeah, that was a little yeah, strange. and then it was like Caitlin had to tell him, "Hey, that's Kate. you. That's you." Yeah, <laughs> like I knew it was him, like because it wasn't obvious. <laughs> it wasn't obvious to him. No, like, oh, yeah. a man. Yes, yeah, that was not not top notch, Tally. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Rick wasn't afraid to sort of like call people out and which was surprising because mm-hmm. i kind of like found him to be so like laid back and mellow on yeah. that i was kind of like surprised and like impressed because it didn't feel like he was um like going out of his way to fight people or do it so he can be on television it very much felt like he was tired of their bs and was like listen this is the scoop yeah yeah and one person he brought up was Chris S. But what bothered me is that I feel like Chris S. In spite of what Rick said about him, seemed to like not get the heat that he deserved. Like, oh, Chris S. is a dum dum, and he he should be treated like one. It's because <laughs> he, he's not on not on social media. Leave him alone. Who cares? He right. wanted that last piece of like to be in the power seat. Like, this is my power move. I'm not going to let them go there with my segment. I'm not going to give them the the satisfaction of replying. I'm not going to give them the satisfaction of acknowledging anything that I did was wrong. And that was that's what was so annoying. But I think he feels like he won because he's like, I have no response for that. I'm like, okay, great. Because I do not hear your voice anymore. (laughs) Right. Fabulous. That's 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 a high point for both of us. Yeah. You never talk. But yeah terrible idea to not choose to apologize to Olu for calling him low IQ. Like, to say, I have no response. I know. Like, okay. <laughs> That's not a good look that you're just like, oh yeah, I'm fine with everything I said. Like, basically saying, like, you're fine with everything you did. Right. Um, I was surprised that Michelle like, was so positive towards him. Yeah, that w- that caught me off guard, too. So it was like, it sounded like she wanted to just kind of like, I mean, I know Michelle, she take, she can take the high road and mm-hmm. let bygones be bygones, but it's like, come on, let's acknowledge, let's, yeah, let's acknowledge the the awkwardness of the situation or, or just how he, um, just how he 
exited with like no grace, no, no pleasant vibes or anything like that. So I don't know. I feel like it's because he wasn't even he wasn't giving anything. So it was like, okay, what what am I going to do with this? I think she also probably wasn't viewing anything backstage because there was a point where uh, Rick said that Chris was his roommate and had said about Michelle that like something like better looking women have blank my blank. You like yeah. you. Uh, yeah. So I feel and, like and if like, she had heard that. Yeah, and I don't think stuff. Rick is making that up. No, like yeah, why would no, he? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I thought for his offenses, I feel like he should have got more of a talking to from Michelle, but I don't think she had all the information mm-hmm. on hand. Yeah. Like, I don't know if by the men tell all that episode had aired. Mm. Oh, that's fair. That's a great point. Right. Well, what's the, what's the timeline? When did Zach and Tasha? Yeah. Zach and Tasha break up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, they did the marathon. When was that? That was uh november 16th mm-hmm. was when she posted about the marathon okay and so they did it a few days before november 16th so but i don't know if it was a situation where her and zach weren't together anymore and they just did yeah. the marathon it's like were already speculating around then because they're like oh she did a big thank you post but he wasn't like her first thank you or (laughs) whatever like people were really really reading into it but you know it could be like Mm -hmm. if it was a maybe one person was more in and one was more out like maybe like if Tasha broke ended it like was the initiator or something like maybe she was kind of checking out and Mm -hmm. like wanted to have this like last good moment who knows but yeah um yeah Haley yeah with or go ahead oh no I was going to say, what, I mean, what, did y'all expect to get an actual reason for the breakup? No. Yeah, like, they, like they were teasing? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about yeah. that moment. Haley, were you surprised that this was brought up or how it was done that we had like a little bit of a discussion where Caitlin brought it up to Tasha? Like, I noticed you're not wearing your ring. Can you tell I'm- me about it? I was surprised, like, I was surprised in the grand scheme of things. I wasn't surprised when it came up on the actual episode because I had seen the clip that went around before that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of, I, I saw what she had to say and what I expected was that would be the extent of it. Mm-hmm. And I was correct in that thinking, which like, <laughs> she doesn't know us anything. Like, I feel right. I feel like it was she said what she needed to say while still being very respectful to her relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, one that clearly meant a lot to her. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was really surprised that it was brought up at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and honestly, the world's worst transition. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, what oh. an absolute <laughs> nightmare of a transition. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, we're, you know, we're going to, uh, you know, come back. When we come back, we're going to get into to Rodney, right? And then come back and, like, okay, so we're back, Tasha. I noticed that you weren't wearing your ring. What happened with you and Zach? 
It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then she like gets in this vulnerable moment and you can obviously tell it's tough for her to talk about. So I was like, oh my gosh, I hope she knew that they were going to bring this up. And then, then Caitlin's like, okay, from one breakup to another breakup. Yeah, that was, was like, I was like, what? Oh, no. Yeah, these like no. broken hearts are not the same level of like yes. Rodney getting eliminated when they know that like the situation at hand that any of them can be eliminated mm-hmm. and they've been dating for six weeks. So right, they were never engaged. Yeah, Michelle. Yeah, <laughs> like oh no. Yeah, like, I do that think was, that was on the teleprompter, but it was still tacky. Yes. Right. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of like clearly like teleprompter like script where they're like, you know, it's maybe is this the first or second mental law that they've done? So um, yeah, <laughs> they don't want to really want to go off script. Um, yeah, so, and then Tasha, we had seen a clip, like, kind of teased at the beginning of the episode that she, like, walks off, so she sort of, like, is sitting there ready to question Rodney and then just kind of leaves, and so Caitlin just continues on, and so she just needed a little more time, because probably that transition didn't yeah. help, <laughs> uh, but she came question. back later. Why didn't they just cut that and reshoot it? Because they wanted the they clip of her walking there. off. They I wanted, know, but yeah. for what reason? Exactly. For what reason? We know she's upset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so, it was... They were milking it. Was, it was not good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I was just like, there was definitely probably a better space in the episode for that. Maybe leading into a commercial because you don't know this is her first time talking about it publicly. You don't know how she's going to handle it. Mm-hmm. So that could have been one thing. But it was just like... It, the the placement was awful. And yeah, like you said, Haley, she doesn't owe us anything. So it was just, ugh, didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird for Rodney to have to come up and be like, sorry to hear that. T-. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like put the, him in that <laughs> exactly. position too. Like, okay. It's a weird thing to follow. <laughs> yeah. So I will say they did better though than the last men tell all. Like I felt mm. like the last men tell all they couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't wrap their hands around it and it was just mm-hmm. out of control. Whereas this, they kind of were able to reel people in. I feel mm-hmm. like Caitlin kind of took the lead. She was able to throw in a couple of jokes. Yeah. Like, I thought that was really funny with Martin. Oh, she yeah. She was like, oh, yeah, she's here. She's backstage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. That was good. All right. So let's talk about some more of these villains. Um, Haley. Who you um? Who do I hate the most? Yeah, who are you most annoyed um, by? I just, I, I just wish these men could be like mature enough to not deflect and just be like, listen, I said those things. Obviously, it was not that was not cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't treat Michelle well, but none. Just like the three of them, the the bad boy gang, Chris, Jamie, and Martin, just could not for the life of them say like, I am sorry. That's not how I intended. Like yeah. Martin keeps Martin keeps going on with this thing of like he just can't communicate properly, and so people read him wrong. When really yes. he's just an asshole and should probably talk to somebody. Right. If he's like really like is pinpointing his communication style as ineffective, mm-hmm. um, then that is something he, he needs to work on. 
um, if he has any any um, care of changing that, which it doesn't seem like he does. It sounds like things nope. have worked out perfectly for him. <laughs> and congratulations to Martin. Um, and he, he just like would not take any responsibility for the things he literally said on television that they showed him. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, oh, I didn't say that. It's like, no. <laughs> There's yeah. proof. This isn't a deep fake. Yeah. <laughs> It was, but he is the worst kind of just gaslighter because no matter what you say, he's right. He thinks he's right. No matter what people, you literally show him a clip and he's like, yeah, Michelle misunderstood me. That's all that I made sense. Yeah, like that was his main talking point throughout the entire season. It's like, you're just not taking what I'm saying correctly. It's like, no, you're just a dick who doesn't know how to talk to people. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that he's found his the, the love of his life because of his soulmate, um, then he feels just like he's fine. Well, and he treats her like a queen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How's that supposed to make Michelle feel like? Oh, you taught me like oh. because of you. Oh, it's so nice. You treated me like shit, so you could treat this other girl nice. Like, oh, oh how lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Do you believe that he was dating like that? That this was his girlfriend before the show. I believe that he was talking to this girl before the yeah. show and it was one of those F boy things where it's just like, you know, there's no label on it. I'm gonna go do this thing. We'll see oh, how it goes. Such good casting for F boy Island. Like it would have been a little yeah. too obvious. Oh, yeah. Like you could see right through him. But yeah. When when they were like, Oh, so like did you break up with her before? And he's like, Of course. And it's like, Oh wait, right. so you were together when you had the phone when you were before whatever you were together like during the show how could mm-hmm. we be together i didn't have my phone <laughs> right that's not how can i be with works. someone it's like okay yeah your responses are giving you away <laughs> you're telling exactly. on yourself he's just thinking like oh yeah we were like y'all would only think we're together for like on the phone every night we weren't talking so yeah no <laughs> like you're not gonna trick me into believing this crap yeah exactly so yeah, he comes back home, he gets his phone, he's like, oh, I'm back from my trip. And yeah, mm-hmm. now he's like, maybe just got a little more into the idea of commitment from being on The Bachelor or something. And yeah, he just is like exclusive with her now or something. So yeah, so happy for him. Jamie. Oh, what a shame. We won't be able to see him on Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, exactly. So oh, well, yeah. Yeah, he might. He might break up before then. I wouldn't put it past him for sure. So, you know, whenever oh, that he, call gets around. Right. Um, he did post the girl. Did he? Um, when? He did. Uh, it's on his story. But he I couldn't like, I couldn't get like a handle. So his, his Instagram is G-E-L, jail, B span. I don't know how that makes any sense um but he posted a story of him holding her by the hollywood sign and they're kissing and then uh he uh i'm trying to see if her name is anywhere but yeah, i i couldn't see her name because i because i looked i definitely yeah her, her face is not there oh. but she's blonde of course she is <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, there's some long posts from a Bachelor account. 
Um, Which I will not read. Yes. <laughs> too, no too, too long, didn't read. I need a summary. Um, so. I don't even need a summary. To me, it looks like it's positive about him. And that is not. Oh, yeah. I need to take in. Literally, uh-huh. the start is you don't have to fully agree with someone to love them. No. <laughs> okay. Um, no, but you should agree on some huge. Oh, my God. I hate when people do this. So like, no, of course, you don't have to agree on everything, but the fundamentals should be aligned. But yes, who am, who am I? Right. <laughs> Just some idiot with a bachelor podcast, you know? <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's talk about Jamie. He was given the hot seat he was the one who was like you might have noticed someone was missing yeah and i thought for sure they're talking about clayton even though i was like i totally didn't miss that clayton wasn't there either i totally didn't notice that (laughs) um but yeah that kind of tells you if you're like okay the guy who's the bachelor and it's like not a noticeable absence but yeah first it was jamie he was um left backstage and then came out and had his own segment um Haley, do you think he was worthy of getting his own like this treatment of like coming out later um i don't i think he needed a segment i don't think he needed to come out greg style (laughs) right um also i heard and i don't know if this is true so take it with a a grain of cell um that the mental all taping lasted about eight hours Oh, oh my gosh and four of that was just jamie's hot seat no way. Because they couldn't get like any answers out of him. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because so everything can, has two or three levels to explain. Yeah. yeah. And so you can like see the guys getting like more and more frustrated. Yeah. It's be- like part of it's because it took so long. Uh, oh my. I really <laughs> hope that that is it's not true. I know. Yeah. So I think that is 100% <laughs> gospel. I might have, you know, I might have dreamt it. I don't know. I could see that he was going on for a long time, though. So, yeah, because he's just like he's one of those people who like talks in circles. So you're lost and you like you give up listening because you don't care anymore. 
Mm-hmm. And you're just like, yeah, you win. Cause I just cannot take in what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was kind of odd to me too, that they showed like, you know, his Martin lasted a lot longer, but they weren't like, they didn't give him the hot seat and show like, Oh, you and Michelle had this like connection on this date or whatever, but they showed Jamie's like their initial like connection from like coming out of the, Limo and... more of a heel turn mm-hmm. like the, the mm-hmm. thing was like a slow burn we saw that coming we saw the signs where jamie we didn't mm. that's right true. <laughs> right and the, it seemed like the focus they wanted it to be that the, all the guys are bamboozled and just like why did you do this why did you change up why were you a completely different person behind the scenes than you were to our face? But he had no answers. Yeah. Why couldn't he, he just say like, yeah. Oh, I didn't want to admit it was me or <laughs> something like why? I think the funny part was when PJ called them out and PJ, they showed a yeah. clip of him talking to PJ and PJ's like, yeah, I don't know. Like who would say such a thing. And then <laughs> um, Jamie saying something like, well, you never asked me who said it. Like, just twisting right? his words a little bit. It's like, <laughs> it's pretty clear that's what he was getting at. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you don't want to be involved with a dude like that, man. Yeah. Uh, the worst. And he just, he has the most facial expressions. <laughs> He's always, like, doesn't know how to handle any words that are being said his direction. Yeah, that was really cringy <laughs> to me. Like, if someone would say something about like what he said about Michelle and he just kind of raised his eyebrow and kind of smirk and mm-hmm. it's like okay you're not doesn't seem like you're taking this seriously like seems like you're shrugging off um so the comment about spring break he said was because he so he had some reason at least for that he said it was because um he walked in on her with another guy like in an intimate moment so that's what he meant by spring break this is what you signed up for as much as you like to tell us that, well, I didn't watch the show before. I didn't know. I've never seen an episode of reality television ever. Well, that's <laughs> not our problem. That's your <laughs> fault for not doing your research. Right. I might have failed all of my accounting exams in university, but I tried to study at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and then when Michelle came out and addressed him and he just kind of made it all about him like oh like I thought like you brought this out of me and that we you know like he just kind of brought it back like really awkward to like their initial connection which is really strange once like you have like a falling out with someone for them to be like oh but our chemistry and like you know yeah it really felt like he was trying to trick her into something and she just was not falling for it and for that I'm like very much um like proud of her like i don't know what the the feeling is but it's like (laughs) jubilation maybe of just being like great this guy's a dickwad and i feel like michelle's very much like a fool me once um but you won't fool me twice kind of gal Mm -hmm. right and she was the only one that could actually get him to eventually eventually formulate Mm -hmm. an apology eventually (laughs) yeah because she's like you're saying like like as if it's like the other person's fault for how they mm-hmm. feel. And so it seemed like it finally sunk in at least that part of it. Right. Cause they were, they were about to move on. They yeah. were about to move on from his segment. He's like, okay, I want to say one more thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the wrong. <laughs> You're right. Well, and, and I love that Michelle was like, I am ending the conversation here. This is mm-hmm. it. This is the last thing. And then he's like, okay, but like, <laughs> he, had to, he had to say something else. Right. right. 
Um, I just love how they tried to increase the dramatics when he came out and yeah. basically told no one to clap. Right. Maybe that's why he was given even the boo. spot. Because they clapped for everyone else even when they're just like sitting there. Like yeah. people that didn't deserve a clap got claps just because it's like they named them all in a row, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um. All right. We have. There's still more villains to discuss. The early season villains. Um. We could go. Ryan, who had the notebook, or Will. Will wasn't really a villain, but like the feud. Mm-hmm. Will and uh, Peter. Let's go Ryan because I feel like we could wrap wrap that up a little quicker mm-hmm. i mean he was only invited to talk about this and it's like he <laughs> was surprised about that somehow. <laughs> and he like didn't come up with a good excuse yeah and i like yeah. that casey like as much as um you know the off the show antics of casey um his uh, his mental all performance was was quite lovely um i feel like he stood up for the right people and stood down for the right people um and basically just i like that he called him out on for bachelor live like he was yeah he was our voice he was he was saying well what are you talking about i was really surprised especially with having becca kufrin in the audience to promote bachelor live that they didn't make a little more out of that like i thought they would pull up a clip or you know a photo or something like show some of these receipts because if people didn't follow that on social media they would be like confused what he's talking about mm-hmm. like they could have actually don't know what bachelor life is right <laughs> right yeah i mean everybody yeah, forgot it was, was pre-pandemic so <laughs> right. yeah he yeah didn't... he was he seemed just so just i don't even i can't even say out of his element because he's aware of the bachelor it just it was just annoying because he was just trying to like say, oh, it, what, those weren't my words. So it was okay. We're like, you're totally you know, you missing have, it. You have a notebook of things right. to tell you to do. Well, I never read it. Then why did you bring it? Because my friend made it. Well, why'd your friend make it? Because I was going on The Bachelor. Why are you going on The Bachelor? Because you want fame? What? <laughs> <laughs> Like it was an endless loop. That's what all of these villains had in common. They just mm-hmm. talked in loops and they made no sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I you think his Caitlin. friends would have given him a, a better notes to prepare for this no, one. They're, no, they they distanced themselves <laughs> from him after his <laughs> atrocious performance. <laughs> they're like, no, no, no. They're we had like, nothing to do with that. Yeah, yeah, they're not claiming that at all. I like that Caitlin called out like that he had to dis- described his dream girls mm-hmm. what, what was she saying that he said was his dream because he was trying to say like oh i just said characteristic um i what i read it as um was that she was saying that none of these women looked like i think Michelle. it was like celeb crushes or something i think the implication was that there was not a black woman amongst his group of mm-hmm. of um of bachelorette hopefuls Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, well, no, I was looking for the qualities. Michelle had a big heart. Right. Like, no, <laughs> that's not why you wrote down like Gal Gadot or whoever you're writing down, right? Like, right. <laughs> yeah, I, it would have been different if he just owned it. Like, hey, I'm coming. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't fully know 
what I needed to do. I just want to put myself in the best position. My friends thought it'd be fun. But instead, he tried to deflect and be like, yeah, well, like I next up. one. It didn't work yeah. out. Yeah. 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 And he was like trying to laugh it off when the premiere aired on social media. So you think he would have had time to come up with something a little clever by this point, like bring out more notes like, oh, I prepared, you know, laugh at himself. But no. So. No. Oh, wow. Um, and then. All right. Pizza. This was a this was a journey with where this was. went. That's the only word to use to describe what happened. It really was. So we have Peter and Will, and let's see. So it starts off where like they're going at each other um, because Peter's upset that he came at him with the narcissist comment out of nowhere but then the other guys are chiming in like no everyone like saw that you were a narcissist like you were so annoying that's when Casey like said that he had a catchphrase at all times and was always talking about <laughs> pizza uh, then they start reading negative reviews of the pizza <laughs> that have popped up on it's Google that were allegedly left by Will and he just right. like was so quiet so that made me think that was the case that he wrote I, all of these. <laughs> I feel like he. I don't think he. I feel like he was so speechless. Like, are y'all kidding me? Y'all honestly think that I wrote these? Like, I. I think he was baffled that that was a part of the segment that they actually pulled up reviews because <laughs> the, for for Peter to say, oh, these co- coincidentally came up around the airing of the episode. Oh, then that means that everyone in Bachelor Nation right. saw this play out and they like can look Will. Up your, yeah, can right. look up where you're... But they, but they were saying that, like, yeah, I definitely think there's some idiot fans who, who, who made those, some of them. But he did post, like, an Instagram, like, story review of the pizza, did he not? Is that what they are not saying? Something like he takes the know. business somewhere to, like... yeah slander it or something and then they showed a clip i noticed this a couple times that i don't think these were i don't remember this being in the episode but maybe it was but it was like an itm where he's eating pizza out of a box that says peter's pizza and i was like this is terrible and it looked terrible so and it's like like First of all, Will, you think Pete, Peter's pizza is there with y'all in wherever you were? Whatever, yeah, just like, for whatever. anyone to like pick up and grab. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, obviously, he's like, yeah. I so I got Peter's point in this 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 segment because I was like, okay, obviously it's his box, it's not his pizza. Like he doesn't have his ovens out there, right? Right. He didn't prep frozen and, and to bring. Yeah, it, it was so probably a prop that he brought. Like out of the limo, yeah. it was like a prop or he, when he gave her like cannoli or something. But then the producers mm-hmm. were like, oh, let's see if we can get like Will to give a review of this pizza like two weeks exactly. later or something. <laughs> give them like terrible hotel pizza. Um, and then, yeah, so they're reading these reviews. Romeo's like, well, that last one sounds a little suspicious because it was like, it tastes like <laughs> <Yeah>. chlorinated <laughs> pool water. <laughs> um, but yeah, are we thinking that Will is spending all his time writing these? <laughs> Not all this time, but maybe like one front <laughs> an evening after the theaters. The only way I would think this was actually Will is if it happened before the episode. The fact mm. that it happened after the episode aired makes me think it could have been anyone. 
It could have been anyone, but what if you saw that episode and got more mad because, like, he actually saw what went on? Mm. Mm. You know? that Okay, that's a point. All his friends. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, he, yeah, like, he could be like, oh, I didn't realize how bad it was. Like, yeah. I did too much tequila and probably Casey in the group chat is like, I dare you. I dare you to do this. <laughs> And then Will also said to Peter, like, tell your sister to stay out of my DMs. Like, what? That was yikey. Yeah. That was a yeah. big like, Yeah. Because Will was trying to imply that it was something flirtatious when it was probably just Peter's sister being like, leave my brother alone. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, right. Ugh. But yes. you know, this is a line he prepared. He was like, yeah. oh, absolutely. If, if, if Peter says anything to me. Why don't you tell your sister to stay out of my DMs? Right. <laughs> he was ready. Yeah. I thought they were going to like try to redeem something by bringing a jacket out for Will because I still feel like that storyline was never closed up. But I mean, no. they did bring something out for Will. Yeah. They instead have a man walking out randomly and he served papers to Will. <laughs> <laughs> and Will throws them Another down. You've actor. been served. Yeah. You've been served. What's your name? What's your name? Like, guys, if they just let this rando guy come on the set when they're filming. Come on. (laughs) Right. In a pandemic. (laughs) And then then Peter's like, oh, that you're this this is a taste of what you're gonna get in the real world if you keep messing with me. Because I saw people on Twitter are like, oh my gosh, he served him. No, he didn't. No, no, like no. (laughs) That's not what happened here. Right. They found they found a document on Google of like what it looks like for a subpoena and printed it out and put it in one manila folder that they bought for fifty five cents at Staples, and they got an actor who they paid fifty five cents an hour to bring it out on stage. <laughs> yes, there were two roles up for grabs. There was this um, either this the or the stranger and the and the bondsman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so. We're leaving at this where it's really like they hate each other. And then at the end of the night, Peter has this other moment where he has brought pizza, not for the whole audience, but for Michelle, for the hosts and some of the guys, I guess, get them as well. And suddenly Will's like, oh, this is pretty good. And then they, as Peter says, bury the hat. You want to bury the hat right now? (laughs) Oh my gosh! What? Uh, what a full guy. circle! Yeah, we, we saw their whole story play out. I, I love that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie; I was pretty jealous that I did not have pizza. It did look pretty good. Did you think Will was afraid? Did he think that that he was going to get served and was like, "Okay, I better," you know? I, I think he was now. scared for a second. <laughs> Yes, he legit. I think he thought Peter was crazy enough to actually do that. And I think once it set in, like by the commercial break, he's like, okay. But in that moment, I think he thought it was for real. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, let's just bury the hat and enjoy the pizza. Was this all a smart marketing move for Peter? (laughs) Like Casey said, it. All Peter does is talk about Peter and pizza, and he continued to prove that yeah. to the very end of the episode. So, yes, yeah. I mean, it seems that like going on the show, 
a lot of these guys have like their personal trainers. They have like a fitness business. So yeah, just add pizzeria owner can only usually help. And even though he was a villain on the show, I think it probably helps in the long run to have awareness of, you know, if you're like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm in Florida. Isn't this the town where, you know, like, let's just check it out and see out of curiosity. So yes. Um, Maybe, maybe (laughs) (laughs) my, my joy. I can't even, I can't even remember which city that, um, we talked about on the draft. What city? Like oh, Port Jupiter? St. Joe. Oh, oh right. no, Jupiter's from where Tyler Cameron's from. I forgot. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Port St. Joe. Let's see if it's anywhere near Orlando. Mm. No, so it's was... very far from Orlando. Okay. So that's the only place in Florida I usually go. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like if I happen to be nearby, I'd try it out, but wouldn't go out of yeah, my way. Like, Panama City Beach. Okay. Well, I'm over 21. Why would it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So if that's where he is, that probably is. He's probably looking at the right demographic for who watches yeah, the show. So. For sure. Uh, let's see. Um, let's talk about the Clayton's season preview. They were teasing this. I mean- do we know the final two? I was thinking, do we need, <laughs> let's, let's not, uh, kill ourselves in a draft anymore, Haley. Like, I, I feel like I it's mean, not really I, fair I, to do it now. I was thinking, I was like, should we not do a draft for this? Right. Literally. They're right there. <laughs> <laughs> Will I remember what they look like by the time we have our draft? Probably I not. I already but... don't. And I watched the episode at 7 p.m. tonight. but why did they do this like this is all they have to show like why would they they never do this i don't know there literally was no other drama that they could pull from and they said look this is it it's this or nothing it's this or we don't have a preview so we got to show it also like the big moment of like i was intimate with multiple of you it's like (laughs) no fucking duh yeah. <laughs> Why is he telling this at rose ceremony though? Yeah, like obviously it's implied. Yes. I'm sorry. It's like you have to tell me you didn't F the other girls. Like I'm I'm going in being like, yeah, obviously you F them. Right. I would too. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. It just I think he might be just a little too like honest for his own good. Yeah, and just I, willing to do whatever the producers say. Well, it makes mm-hmm. me think that they're going for like Ben Higgins 2.0. Mm. Right. Like, they're just like, let's, let's up it a little bit. And now they're like, can we get this idiot to fall in love with everyone? Right. <laughs> yes, yes, obviously. <sighs> yes. Uh, yeah. I was very excited to see my home region represented in oh, that yeah. preview. Niagara. Mm. Very excited to see them come to Niagara. Says yeah. that we have everything we missed. So the mansion. <laughs> I guess a straight male white host is what they're implying to. <laughs> okay. Getting back to our roots. Yeah. Everything you love. Travel. Some light racism and misogyny. <laughs> um I am excited. I, I am excited to see them travel again though. Like yeah. I I I did miss that just as like somebody who 
likes to view pretty things. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, let's talk about Olu because he got a little bit of a moment when Michelle and her segment came out and she answered like that was the one person who she would have liked I to loved- spend more time with. Yeah, and I love that was she interesting. was like, with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did. I thought, so I, I think it's because I'm reading too much into the question okay. because it was like, okay, who, who would you want to have gone further with? But didn't he make final six? Right. Seven? Like, so um, you wanted to like go hometown. Like you've had pretty strong true. relationships. I, I think, I think maybe she wishes she, like she liked him enough to keep him to that final eight, final seven. But I think she wishes maybe she had a one on one, like an early one on one date with him because yes. he, by the end, he was the only one who she hadn't had a one on one date with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think maybe she wishes earlier on she had the time to like yes. build a connection. Like, you know, she had a she had a one on one with Jamie, who turned out to be mm-hmm. a real buffoon. <laughs> she had a one on one with Martin, who was just like a grade A terrible human. So, like, I, I yeah. think she might have, like, wished that she, he, like, she had those moments. Right. Yeah. Or that week when yeah. Clayton was given the date, like, she probably would have chosen Olu. She was chosen, choosing yeah. her own to have someone yeah. new that week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it would have been like more appropriate, like for that for Olu to be her answer. Of, like, if is there anybody you wish that you had spent more time with throughout the season? Because uh, I was like, like further, he made it pretty pretty far for yeah for someone who didn't have a date. But I did like they did focus a lot on Olu, which Why? I think they realized like he is he's a solid guy, and I think it's a setup to just kind of help us know a little bit more about him if he ends up in paradise because, um, you know he looked great. He had that orange. He was matching oh Tasha. It was, it was <laughs> yeah. the most beautiful suit, and only he could have like effectively pull that off yeah <laughs> yeah so and then and even i was like i was so annoyed during the chris s segment that when he got up because so like he's talking to chris s chris uh-huh. s will not look olu in the face and so <sighs> olu is naturally like look me in the face so he gets up and then he's got he's being held back as if he's like about to do something like oh it's not worth it bro it's like he's not about to do anything it's olu like all right. he wants to Chris has to do is look at him in his face. That's it. So I was like, oh, I wish they didn't like hold him back because that just like twisted the perception of what was happening in that moment. Mm, yeah. But I was just like, no, Chris S is just being That's super disrespectful. Yes. And just like how Chris yes. dude. Yeah, like how he did that to Nate. Like, you can put your hands yeah. on me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, ugh. Gross. <laughs> yeah. All right, Haley, your favorite part, bloopers. Anything that you're still laughing about today? Um, I today, Amy, again, I watched this two hours ago because I don't know if you knew this. It was on at 9 p.m. Eastern. It oh, started yeah. at 9 p.m. So you know what I did instead? I went to bed at 9 p.m. I was like, what like I was like, why are you doing this to me? Anyway. Um, my favorite part was I, I, I do think they saved the best for last with Michelle, like catching the popcorn. Mm-hmm. I I was really just expecting her to make it to 10 and that was like the hurrah. She made it to 10 and then fell off the chair. That made me laugh <laughs> so hard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, 
that was I, I always enjoy the bloopers, but I feel like the past few seasons have been like just so boring. Mm-hmm. And I, I look forward to the bloopers, the tell alls. Um, bug content. Yes, always, lots yeah. of bugs. <laughs> lots of bugs. Um I like I the thought ones, it was funny that yeah, yeah Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Wait, what did she say? Oh, she did like she was like, Oh, that's my line. Yeah. <laughs> to Taysha. That was funny. Yeah. Um yeah, I like the ones that are kind of maybe more like the the speaking, like kind of behind the scenes, like in their ITMs. I always think are like the funniest rather than like just mm-hmm. a bug flying around. Um but like with Joe saying like He's rubbing people off the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> you hear the producer being like, rubbing people the wrong way. <laughs> right. um, oh, and there were a couple, there was a deleted scene. I think that was maybe one of my favorite parts. It wasn't a blooper so much, but it was on their farm date, the butter sculpting, um, because they had like the hilarious, I miss whatever, like, dairy like that's a very minnesota thing like it's at the state fair and that's like mm-hmm. one of the kitschy things that people do is go see all the butter sculptures and it's always it's like a pageanty like it's all these like women's heads like teen women like, mm-hmm. like um get sculpted and they're like in a competition to win whatever that crown is but then that they had the guys do this art and try to sculpt out of butter and i don't know why that didn't make the cut because i think it was funny to see like nate had a really good one and everybody else was terrible that was the best one yeah like so you'd think like they wouldn't show it if it was like oh this just didn't pan out nobody could actually do it but to have like some impressive ones there (laughs) yeah um and then i was there another something that they didn't show i can't remember there was another like hidden date but yeah i think that seemed oh, like something like, made uh, Rodney's cut. trick shot. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that should have made the cut too. <laughs> that was yeah. so cute. Like yeah. he's just such a like he's such a joy. And like him in the confession yes. was like, didn't think I'd make that. That was a once in a lifetime <laughs> shot. Never doing that again. Yeah, yeah, that would have been better. I would have rather seen these things in the episode. And even like Brandon, like the blooper of the bee, like that also is very common in the summer. <laughs> like if there's an ice cream mm-hmm. truck, there's gonna be bees around. And like I think that made him like really relatable and that would have been cute to like see him, like just part of the date moment like we can put some of these more real moments in there i think but yeah yeah, yeah at least rodney they got also, that because I, yeah. if i was him i would have been so annoyed like oh that didn't make the cut <laughs> you know right. amazing shot like there's no video right. evidence yeah it's like you do like so i like grew up playing basketball so it was like you do things like that and it's not filmed and you're like dang I wish somebody yeah. recorded that and then <laughs> like someone actually did and it didn't even make air right yes Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, so who do we see as like locks for paradise after this for either good or bad reasons? I think we're definitely seeing Rodney and Olu. Um, mm-hmm. I think maybe Casey, like, are they going to bring that guy back, even though he's older than everyone? Like, it worked with Kenny, I guess. I think they yeah. would just for the, like, him, like, talking behind the scenes about what's going on. Like, I don't know if they're, like, going to put their rooting interest in him to, like, have a love story, yeah. but. You never know. Yeah, yeah it did work yeah, for Kenny. I, I feel like if uh, not not in 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 this group, but like if Brandon doesn't make it, um, mm-hmm. I feel like he he's a good paradise fodder. Yeah, I I think the fire fire oh my gosh the firefighter duo is probably that's probably why they were on stage. <laughs> yeah, some of these ones where you're like, wait, I don't remember them. Like, yeah, that yeah. might have been their chance to audition. Um. Yeah, so I think like PJ, I, especially since he didn't make it far, I think, think he would be one of those people that comes to Paradise later. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think he'll be one of the OGs, but I think they'll want to bring him on at some point. And those people never stand a chance finding love. But yeah, we might see, I would think we might see him again. Right. I think Ryan missed, missed an opportunity. Like if he was funny about it or whatever, that yeah, he'd be more exactly. likely to come back. But. Yeah. Do you think they would try to do a, let's say, a Martin single or <laughs> Jamie? Yeah, I do, believe it. I, I do believe they would do that. Yeah. Just to torture us. Right. But not but not Chris S. I, I, do, I, I think not. that they realize they're done with him because he won't give them anything. Yeah. No, he's just a dweeb. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, did anything stand out to you about uh, the previews for how Michelle's season will end. Asia, as having um, Nate and Brandon on your draft, how are you feeling about it? Oh, I, I feel like my chances are good. Um, but I, I didn't see nervous. enough of Joe. Like I was a little bit like, wait a minute, I don't see enough yeah. of Joe in this preview. Like, <laughs> and I feel like we didn't see Brandon talk to her parents. Mm. Mm. We saw Nate talk to her parents, right? So that kind of yeah. gives something away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Maybe they knew that. They were like, okay, we we can only show one. And so they're like, oh, is it Joe? Is it <laughs> is it Brandon? But yeah. I, I'm I'm a little nervous because okay, so J- Brandon is so sweet and I just feel like he just the writing is on the wall of him getting his heart broken. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna be also- absolutely demolished. And I yes. just can't handle that. Like he's no. going to oh. like I I don't even know if he's gonna be able to make it through the moment. I know I oh my gosh but then I also do see him being the type of person like let's say he makes final two and he's like if she decides not to to pick him he's like well I love you so much that I just want you to be happy and if that's not with me then you know then it can be with whoever else whether it's Nate or Joe Mm -hmm. do you think that like his like so yeah let's uh, do you think that when he asked Michelle like hey can I talk to you for a second during a rose ceremony do you oh. think he is seeing the writing on the wall do you think he's oh, like I hope putting not. in his one last pitch because i don't 
I, I feel like if he saw the writing on the wall, he's not giving up. I don't think that's Brandon. Mm. If yeah, well, yeah, well, it could be. You know, they they always. Oh, I didn't get to tell her. You know, yeah. I'm, I actually love her. Right. Not just that I'm yeah. falling for her. So it could have been one of those situations where he's like, "Oh my gosh, on our date, I did not end up telling her." So I need her to know that before she gives out these roses. Mm-hmm. But I'm also nervous about Nate. Finally realizing that she's dating other men. Yeah. <laughs> hey, where have you been? I know. Right? He's been out on the water with her every episode. Well, yeah. And like, do you do you think that it kind of was the case of Nate feeling like he had it in the bag? Hmm. And then realizing in that moment that he didn't. Yeah, because they show they're doing that thing where they the definitely are, Yeah, they're definitely keeping the guys all staying in one place. And Nate's probably going to go second or third. And it's probably so they showed Nate and Joe on the balcony watching fireworks that obviously are happening on her fantasy suite date with Brandon, who probably goes first or second. So mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, because Nate, didn't he get fireworks on his Minnesota date? Yes, he did. So, could be like, yeah, I was oh. following the Bachelor um, data account and they were tracking who got fireworks. and. Nate is the one that got fireworks this season and it's usually that's a usually a good sign statistically right. but now Brandon gets fireworks <laughs> what's happening yeah mm. do we know where they're going I don't know somewhere tropical is it an island is it Mexico yeah I no idea probably right. either. I'm guessing maybe like the US Virgin Islands maybe if mm. I if I had to throw my my toonie in the bucket of gases, mm-hmm. <laughs> it almost hurt where she was for the like the final rose ceremony. It or it looked like she was on like the paradise beach. Oh no! <laughs> Imagine there's right. like that's where we're gonna go. Like let's just get another right. plug in there. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. So that is it for this the episode but we have questions and we have our draft hmm. um should i just go for a walk yeah <laughs> any comments <laughs> uh, i like how george at george ctv says at h strong underscores just watching the other two with 66 points and no one left <laughs> like, it, like an embarrassing low amount <laughs> like asia has double the amount of points i do <laughs> Um, Asia is leading with 152 holding on to Nate and Brandon more than double yeah (laughs) Amy is trying to catch up with I think I've doubled you now with 130 and Joe remaining so I feel upset (laughs) yeah so yeah we'll hear from listeners about your thoughts on a draft for next season because yeah I feel a little bit like all you have to do is Strange, watch a preview. Like watching a preview. I was not tuning in really closely, but it just seems like they gave so much away. Um, yeah, so if there's just, a way to go around like it. We, we can't do it in good faith because no. like, I mean, whoever we invite on could do the research. I mean, I, I'm absolutely not going to try and figure out who those people were. Right. But it could happen. <laughs> you don't want that to happen, right? You don't want poor little Haley to, to lose a yeah. Right. Because yeah. of my own actions. But. Yeah. Do we just adjust points to be like we're not doing like based on like 
give points for like final rows or final, you know, those kind of things and just get like kind of wacky points, you know, but we'll see. Maybe outdoor CTV has some thoughts as well. Yeah. Should we just force Bryce to do a, it's a look with us. Right. I don't know what to do here. (laughs) I mean, I would love that. So exactly. So yes, let us know. Email us at, is it bachelor wrap up at gmail.com Haley? You got it. All right. So let's get into these questions. All right. This is an email. It says, hi, girls. Thank you for your weekly podcast of both The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Love your wrap it up with your rundown and remarks after each show. I understand you are not thrilled with the new host to be Jesse Palmer. I wanted to point out that he is very much qualified to host because he is experienced ESPN host contributor and host of the Holiday Baking Championship show. He is very light, not over the top. He is not boring. He's always smiling and very professional for this type of hosting, both The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. I am very happy to see someone like him come aboard. Unlike The Bachelorette hosts, Caitlin and Tasha. it is not them personally. I like them both. It is the director has them two stepboard wife alike. They walk shoulder to shoulder Mm -hmm. like robots together, stand and speak so stiff, look so bad, especially when they walk away from the camera after their delivery. I wish they would each do a segment separately so as not to have them look this way. It doesn't make the show look serious. At any rate, I welcome Jesse. I know he will do well. Wishing you both a very happy, very healthy and happy holiday season. Regards, Peg. All right, I like having a new perspective. Um, I can totally see the stepboard mm-hmm. wife thing now that she points it out. Yeah, <laughs> I it. and I think it's been a little. Um, I feel like it's been a little worse this season than on Katie's season. I feel like they just haven't had as much room to play around. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you know what? It's not that I thought Jesse Palmer was an unqualified host, as it. Uh, when it comes to hosting experience, I will say I did catch an episode of the Holiday Baking Championship recently, and I did think he was fun. Like he was re- relaxed. He he chatted with the contestants. I think it, what it's what it is is that I just wanted someone a little different. Like Jesse Palmer, right? That was like, of course they went with him. You know what I mean? Like I I, I will go into it with an open heart and open mm-hmm. mind. I bet I'll enjoy him. I just, I, I don't know. I was just hoping for something a little, a little different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that was that's what I, that's how I feel too. Like just wanting some variety. You know, we've seen someone who has hosting experience that can be professional on the show at least. Um, we've seen that before, right? I that's that's why I like Tasha and Caitlin because it's like we get those little moments of them going off script. So it's something different. Um, I, I would love to see, work. and I, you know, um, I, yeah. I, I'm, I, I love Peg's idea of having like one of them do the segment at the end and like mm-hmm. they just back and forth. I think, I think she's totally right on that. I would have loved to see maybe like Keisha and Jesse do this season or Caitlin and Jesse do this season because I, I do like the back and forth and kind of having, I, I, I think that Clayton could have probably really benefited from having like a women's a woman's point of view um guiding them along the season um but it should be interesting to see i don't know mm-hmm. yeah yeah I think but they, they didn't show him at all in this preview were right. you surprised they just showed him like well they showed him, him that one time him. where what did was he like, asked uh, him he asked him has anyone ever taken a rose back <laughs> yeah i don't have any recollection of that second and that gave me <laughs> yeah. that gave me total like Colton vibes where I'm just like I think Clayton 
is just like wants to like stand out like for airtime or wants to do something different. Like it didn't seem like mm-hmm. he really wanted to take a rose back more that like has it been done before is what I took away yeah. from that. Like so yeah, but we didn't get to see like Jesse really in action. We just see like that he's been pulled and how is Jesse gonna know if it's happened before? Like it's not like he studied up and watched yeah, every I season. So unless he's prepped by producers, like knowing that Clayton is going to ask that. So, okay, you say like, it's never been done before, but it's your show. You can do it, you know? Right. So, yeah, I think, um, I think with Caitlin and Tasha, they, yeah, they do need to figure out kind of how to balance. And I wish they would give them more to do. um, Because I like more the like on Katie season when they were called in at like sort of like random moments like things went haywire now that i'm thinking about it i feel like michelle hasn't needed as much guidance Mm -hmm. as katie did and so that's why they haven't been as present Mm -hmm. yeah and on katie season they were really like stressing like we're just mentors like i think it was even before like anything was decided with like the future of you know who the host would be if they're like a host was old host was coming back. So it was always like, we're just mentors. And so they just really like played that role or they tried to make it seem that way more. Mm-hmm. So, yes. All right. Next question. Tara Renee, was Casey the star of the tell all? I Ooh. think, I think he did a good job at narrating the audience's views and questions. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't like afraid to speak up. Role. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sarah Nor, did they really just spoil Clayton's entire season? I mean, mm-hmm. did they? Like, maybe, maybe, we're, maybe we're the fools of <sighs> previews after twenty years. But I don't know. It did feel like that, did it not? I guess. Like, could they have cut it? Like, I'm in love with you, and then show a totally different person. Uh, that's kind of the only they, like <laughs> tiny <laughs> broken down paper straw I'm grasping at. <laughs> yeah, but they it's like they literally showed us the whole scene where we know that it's two women standing there. So right. that they could have just showed him saying that and then showing him sad like, oh my gosh, I'm done with this well, or whatever. I'm confused because if there's two women standing there like what at what point in the season is that? Because isn't it like, okay, fantasy suites, there would be three women standing there. And then like when it's down to two, then it's like proposal. Right. So, right. Unless it was fantasy suites and someone left, like the third woman left. Yeah. Yeah. And he just, the formality of giving the roses. Maybe she leaves. Cause she's like, wait, you slept with two other women. And then yeah, <laughs> he's like, well, I better be honest now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was intimate with both of you and the one who just left. <laughs> right. <sighs> are, they, are they trying to make this like the fence jump moment? Like, okay, this is just something that happens at the end. We know like this is all we're going to care about till the very end and nothing else interesting happens. All right, Justin Feinberg, am I a fool for hoping that this season of The Bachelor will feature a diverse set of women with compelling backstories or will, once again, petty drama overshadow everything like it did in Peter's and Matt James's seasons? Absolutely. That's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. my, my sweet darling. <laughs> you know, you've answered your own question here, my friend. Mm. <laughs> 
Christy Rieg. I had strong Jerry Springer vibes on this one. I kept expecting Steve the Pouncer to come on stage and break up fights. <laughs> yes. I was like, what am I watching? It was just like, especially like the first hour was just, it was a lot of mm-hmm. drama. Yeah. Yeah, I, think. I saw something like if someone ever says that <laughs> the women are women are more dramatic than men, I'm going to show them this episode. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, that is it for questions. Um, Asia. Oh, Haley, do you have any takes from Doug this week? Did he get caught up? No, um, no, he he, he watched the Buffalo Bills game instead, <laughs> and Choices. he the all episode. So he just said, <laughs> "Not for me, thank you." Yeah. Not happening. <laughs> all right, Asia, what are you up to these days, and where can people keep up with you? Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Asia Like Asia, so A Y S H A like A S I A. Um, Amy and I wrapped up season thirteen of Married at First Sight. Um, it, it continues used to have information that's out there so I would just highly recommend everybody go out on Reddit and look at the Married at First Sight Reddit to get caught up. I might look at that Reddit even though I didn't watch the show. (laughs) The drama is there. I mean we have one husband who started dating another wife that he he was not matched with. Started dating another wife and ended up cheating on her with uh, just some uh, another girl and then the girl just exposed everything so it's just it's been a very eventful uh postseason <laughs> married at first sight which we rarely see um so just been keeping up with that and then also i joined rob and Chappelle on nothing but netflix um with geneva who was on here a couple weeks ago um to talk about selling sunset which if y'all haven't seen it is an amazing show so much drama. So it's so entertaining. And it's such a quick watch. Every time, every season that comes out, I binge it in like a day or two. And if it's two days, it's because I'm purposely stretching it out. Yeah, Yeah. I started watching the first season. um, Mm -hmm. And then my roof started leaking. I had a panic attack. So I never went back to it. But I really Mm -hmm. mean to go back to it and watch it all. Yeah, it's a uh, sorry about your roof. <laughs> Honestly, last year we fixed it, but I was just panicking at the time. Yeah. I never went back. Gotcha. Yeah, it it's it, it's on season four right now. Season five has already been filmed, so that should be dropping some point in the spring. So uh, it's just so entertaining. I mean, it gives me very like it, it was created by the same person that created The Hills. So it's Which those I same hills, vibe. I adore The Hills. Yes. So I think I think you'd love it. You get it. I do too. I do too. That's the thing is like I know I love it, so I need to kind of um maybe 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 in the new year. Oh yeah. When we have it no, we don't have an off season. You guys don't have an off season either. (laughs) Married at first sight starts back up like right away. In January, yeah. Gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh so yeah, that's it. Uh, that's all I have going on besides playing uh, some uh, Goose Goose Duck on the weekends with the other podcasters on Sundays. So definitely go check that out. It's a fun time. All right. And Haley, where can people find you? You can find me all over the Internet. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at strong underscore. 
underscore if you want to check out what i'm reading follow my bookstagram account at the strong library guess who's active on tiktok it's me at strong take <laughs> um and check out my twitch channel twitch.tv slash um i think it's just Haley strong i think i'm gonna do a, a christmas baking stream Ooh. so keep your eye out nice. i need to go follow you on tiktok I please know. do I, I i know i i I know I follow your dog. I don't know That's if I me. follow your main. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. you don't have that, that is my main. Um, <laughs> I, I probably at some point should create an actual main. But for mm-hmm. now, I'm like, I, it's, it's so funny. Like my friends will send me TikToks. They're like, I'm always sending it to Noodles and Pepper. And I'm thinking it's you. I'm like, yes, it's me. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at RJP Recapper. And yeah, we will be back podcasting about Married at First Sight in the new year so that's not too far away i guess um and then it's fairly early in the month i'd say right is it still early december still a great time to become a patron uh rob has a website.com slash patron or is it patreon either way you'll find it google it you'll find it you're you're smarter than, than us at this point yeah so many fun activities going on there trivia special um podcast with all of the RGP hosts that you love um, it's kind of like a bonus feedback show where you get um, patron questions and call-in shows every month and my favorite the five for five so definitely um, consider that if you have not already joined yeah or if you're looking for a last minute Christmas gift oh yeah not a bad one yes all right everybody thank you for listening until next time bye Hi. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.